Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Jamal McClure, BJ Armstrong, the super agent, Joey Devine, Christian Leitner, James Donaldson, Sean Keen. Chris Gatling, the Energizer, Tyrone Hill, musical guest, everything but the girl, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of Round Ball Rock, and we're back for one episode this week, uh, talking about All-Star Weekend. Oh, um, so good. That voice you're hearing, those that dulcet tone, <laughs> is Sean Keane, the permanent co-host of Round Ball Rock. Sean, how are you doing? I'm, uh, I'm pretty good. I'm, I'm not bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, I've been a little, I've been a little a real Ill. downgrowed, downgrade there. <laughs> well, I've just been a little ill recently. I have a touch of all-star fever. Oh man, that is, I'm sorry. What do you do to treat all-star fever? Um, well, for me, I just watch clips of, uh, two ball actually. Of what? You know, two ball, the all-star weekend competition that replaced the dunk contest in 1998. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what it was, was uh, two ball. Well, so, so two ball. What happened was like they got really the NBA for some reason got like really disenchanted with the dunk contest in the late nineties. I mean, part of it was Brent Berry won in nineteen ninety six, which almost like invalidates the concept of a dunk contest 
at all. Uh, Brunberry also won without taking off his, his uh, yeah, yeah, which is was like kind of cool when Larry Bird did it in a three point contest, but when Brunberry did it, it just seemed like he was like legitimately cold. Um, um, if you so remember two... right, when the starters did their dunk contest last year uh-huh. on a lowered rim, of course, Brent uh-huh. Barry actually lent one of the guys, I can't remember which one, his, the warm-ups he wore that weekend to wear. <laughs> how did how did Brent Barry turn out like that with his father? No clue. Um, <laughs> anyway, and then in 97, um, it was Kobe won, but it was a very bad dunk contest all around. Um I believe that's the year Michael Finley does a cartwheel. Yeah, that's also, I think, the year. Oh, I'm, it might be 98, where the best dunk is Baron Davis, uh, which is jumping over David Wesley, who is holding a camcorder that looks like it's from, like, 1979. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's like, I mean, they it felt like the dunk contest went away for a long time because one year just the All-Star game was canceled. Baron Davis did that dunk in uh, 2001. Oh, wow. And he also did the, bl- the blind man's bluff dunk. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's there's a year where um, I don't think it's the same year, but it's like. Uh, yeah, the, the cartwheel is like insane. And then there's one where um, Daryl Armstrong gets two. T- they have to just do a bunch of dunks within 90 seconds. Uh-huh. And Daryl Armstrong gets so tired that he does a layup. Oh, right. That's that 96. Dunk contest. That's 96. Okay. <laughs> and then Michael Finley's cartwheel, I really think, cancels the dunk contest for two years. It's a terrible cartwheel, and it's the weirdest thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I wish Twitter had been around. Michael Finley would have never made an all-star team because people would have just been retweeting like a, a cartwheel gif anytime he did something. <laughs> um, anyway, two balls. <laughs> Two ball was when um, there were like seven spots on the floor and you had to alternate the shots and they all had different point values. It's very, very confusing. Mm -hmm. And then each team gets it was like shooting stars, but like way too complicated. They just let some nerd pick them out. (laughs) Uh, And it was it was again a. um, Like WNBA NBA uh, team up event. Okay. But just like way too many rules. Anyway, it didn't last very long. One year, right? Uh, They kept it. They kept two ball until 2002. <laughs> and then uh, this is the other thing I've been watching. Clips of the uh, Hoop It Up tournament. The I three also on three don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, the three on three tournament had four teams. Each had an NBA player, a WNBA player, an NBA legend, and a celebrity. Oh man, that's this sounds good. Books. This actually does sound really good. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm going to read you the teams from the first one just because it's very weird. Houston's team: Katino Mobley, okay, Tina Thompson. Mm-hmm. Kenny Smith. Wait, how old is Keenan Thompson at this point? Tina Thompson. Oh, Tina Thompson. Okay. Tina Thompson, the WNBA player. Gotcha, Sorry. Gotcha. This Sorry. is like 2002. Uh, <laughs> and then Jamie Foxx. All right. Who's the um, legend? Uh, Kenny Smith. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, 
Then there's uh, the Sacramento team has Hito Turkoglu, mm-hmm. Ticha Penichero, who is a Portuguese Sacramento Monarchs guard, Sharunas Marcelonas, mm-hmm. and Tom Cavanaugh, Ed from Ed. Oh, Ed from Ed. That's when it began this <laughs> long ago. Uh, the L.A. team was just stagged. Derek Fisher, Lisa Leslie, Magic Johnson, Brian McKnight, one of the greatest celebrity players of all time. And then the, the Philadelphia team was Aaron McKee, oh, Don no. Staley, Moses Malone, and Justin Timberlake. <laughs> that and, is, did they just pick those names out of a hat? Um, <laughs> it seems very strange. But, but Justin Timberlake is not from Philadelphia, right? Are we, no, he's is from, he from Florida. Tennessee? Aren't they all from Florida? I thought, guys? He, like, I thought he was like from Memphis and then moved to the Mickey Mouse Club. I mean, maybe. Compound or something. Anyway, Sacramento won. So congratulations to Ed from Ed. <laughs> basically, basically, Sharunas Marshallonas won the whole contest. Uh, and then Hito Turkoglu won a sudden death event, which uh, did not involve the murder of a journalist critical of Turkey. <laughs> And then the second time they did the the hoop it up challenge, they just they were like, you know what, two teams. Now this is important though. Here's who the teams were: L.A. Corey Maggette, Lisa Leslie, Magic Johnson again, Ashton Kutcher, uh-huh. the Atlanta team, Dominique Wilkins, uh-huh. Jason Terry, mm-hmm. Cheryl Swoops, and Frankie Muniz. Oh no, my man. <laughs> Uh, Frankie Mute is not the low scorer in the game. He did outshoot Cheryl Swoops. Wow. And Dominique Wilkins, uh, giving giving us a preview of his later shooting stars dominance, uh, was the high scorer, but the LA team won. Hmm. Sounds wild. They should bring back Hoop It Up, dude. <laughs> I think so too. It's it's, <laughs> it's just so it's such a weird arrangement for three on three. If, okay, if they brought Hoop It Up back, it would be like an NBA player, a WNBA player, a legend, a celebrity, and a uh, NBA 2K League player, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> an, influ- an influencer within the world of W of uh, NBA 2K. <laughs> um, should we? Get to what we're going to do today. I guess we should. I guess we should do um, something else. First yes. off, we would like to thank listener, reader, Tyrone Arcorace. Arcorace. How do I say this name, Sean? Uh, I think Arcorace is probably right. Okay. Uh, first, he sent us a picture of the Spurs coyote uh, walking with law enforcement, including a police dog. Um, mm-hmm. The coyote is wearing a police shirt and no pants. Um, yeah. I would like to think that that picture comes from a, um, it was like an assassination attempt the coyote was making on like <laughs> a uh, San Antonio politician. Yeah, he disguised himself as a police officer, but he didn't wear pants. Either and that or it's like up. a bad lieutenant situation where the first <laughs> coyote is a cop, but like a really bad cop. <laughs> Yeah, it's like Port of Call, Riverwalk. <laughs> um, there's one more thing we have to get to before we get to the news. Um, mm-hmm. Sean, as you know, yes. uh, according to the everyone's favorite website, the greatest website in the world, 
um, chartable.com. We are ranked mm-hmm. 81st in the country of Senegal. We're trying to get to number one. Um, yes. So let's, uh, let's talk about Senegal for a little bit. Okay, excellent. Now it's time to talk about Round Ball Rock's number one country, Senegal. Senegal is the only country in West Africa which wasn't overrun by a military coup. Its democratic stability has earned it many allies in Europe and the Americas. Wait, wait, stop the drop. Stop the drop. Robot, stop the drop. Sean, I just Mm -hmm. checked everyone's favorite website. Yes. Chartable.com. The most relevant website in the history of websites. Uh Uh, And we're down to 85 in Senegal. What the hell? But... But mm-hmm. we have a new uh, we have a new ranking. What We're number thirty three in Poland, baby? <laughs> what? Yes. Uh, I think we have a better chance of getting to number one in Poland than if we're dropping in Senegal. Yeah. Um. So what do you say? We uh we shoot for the stars in Poland. Let's do it. Robot, play the Poland drop. Now it's time to talk about it. Round Ball Rock's number one country, Poland. With the 30th pick in the 2003 NBA draft, the New York Knicks select Maciej Lafe from Poland. Poland is the ninth largest country in Europe. Poland had the world's second constitution. The writer, director, producer, and star of one of the strangest cult movies of all time. It's called The Room. Please welcome Tommy Wiseau. Chartable.com is a very reliable website that everyone loves. Poland is home to the world's biggest castle. We will still do any and all Serbian podcasts, we promise. In Poland, it is considered rude to wear a hat indoors. We're looking at you, Carmelo Anthony. Let's go to Poland now. An interesting story there. Currently flying slightly below the radar, there's a battle going on for the country's soul. This after new documents were revealed suggesting that the slayer of communism, Lech Wałęsa, may have spied for the Soviets before turning on them. Poland exports more amber than any country. The gemstone, not the color of her energy. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. We love Poland. If you're in Poland and love us too, please tell your friends about Round Ball Rock and help get us straight to number one on the world's most reputable site, Chartable.com. <laughs> All right, news in Polish basketball. Uh, I just looked it up on basketball.realgm.com, national teams. Uh, there are uh-huh. no current player Polish players in the NBA right now. Well, Marcin, that's because Marcin <laughs> Gortat is keeping his options open because 
The problem is there's still a bidding war for his services. Uh, the cowardly Los Angeles Clippers released the Polish hammer, Marcin Gortat, mm-hmm. but he uh, he just cleared waivers and he's, uh, you know, he's taking he's taking he's negotiating a lot because <laughs> he wants to go to the finals. Uh, also, uh, he texted the Warriors. The Warriors did not answer back, apparently. <laughs> oh, well, I guess they maybe didn't need an enforcer with Boogie there. Also, do he and Boogie maybe hate each I other? I think they hate each other, yeah. Uh, and can I just read you his uh, um, Twitter bio real quick, Joey? Sure can. Poland finest. Mm-hmm. Uh, laughing, laughing and crying emoji, living by the code, love haters, exclamation point. They are like a fuel to my life. Military addict, exclamation point. Jet ski freak, ellipsis, exclamation <laughs> point. Oh my God. If anyone has footage of Marcin Gortat on a jet ski, please, send please it send us. it to us. Oh. I love that he's a jet ski addict. <laughs> also, if you or anyone in your family is suffering from jet ski addiction, uh, you don't need to get help, man. Just get on that jet ski. You're not hurting anybody. <laughs> uh, so thank you, Poland. Help us get to number one. Uh, again, Serbia, I'm sorry. Uh, take it up with uh, the higher-ups at Chartable.com. Yeah, can I read you Marcin Gortat's most recent tweet? By the way, I translated this automatically from Polish. Beautifully, Instagram verifies crooks who buy a fake account. Emojis. Now you can see who buys. Many, many emojis and a lot of crying emojis, too. I don't know what that means. I I don't know either, but if anyone speaks Polish and can get uh, more into the translation. Uh, Also, Senegal... Come mm-hmm. on, man. Yeah, what, what do Come you on. need? <laughs> we tried so hard. But Poland, you're our new number one. Congratulations, Poland. Take us to number one, baby. <laughs> um, all right, should we talk about some news? Yeah, let's do it. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. All right. We've got a lot of weird, tiny news. Uh, yeah. First off, James Harden has had 30 straight 30-point games. Mm. It is, um, I've said this before, it is the most impressive scoring streak in the NBA since Wilt Chamberlain or off-the-court Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> Uh, Russell uh, Westbrook has 10 straight double, triple doubles. Yeah, it's... I mean, the the Thunder are doing well in those games. I always think it's kind of... He's he's shooting so poorly, but, you know, and it's not like, it's not like a triple-double is going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Here's but a question, straight, though. Would you yeah. rather have a player who scored 30 straight 30-point games or 10 straight triple-doubles? Uh, 30 straight 30-point yeah, games. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Um, I'll, you know, I'll it's leave like, that it's there like... with no comment as to what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, and well, and speaking of James Harden, 
and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, Sam Presti asked us to mention that Jeremy Lamb has had five straight double-digit scoring games. Oh, congratulations, so, Sam Presti. Good job. Good job. Uh, and then, finally, the most important streak currently going on uh, in the NBA. Uh, the Knicks have lost 17 straight games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, Joey, um, I have I have crunched the numbers mm-hmm. for that, that 17... Uh, 17 loss streak. I believe if you're, if you're giving the generous, um, my, my generous assessment is that each loss means 15 minutes of blues from James Dolan. <laughs> that means we have, uh, four hours and 15 minutes of blues. Oh so man. A streak. Here's, yeah. here's a question. What is the longest losing streak in NBA history? Um, I know, I know the, the like lockout year, um, Bobcats lost a lot of games in a row. That might be the record. Uh, it's no, it's the Sixers. Um, oh, oh, that terrible six. Oh, uh, in one of the, one of the process teams, 28 okay. straight games. So here's a question. Can the Knicks get to 28 straight losses? Man, they 11 they, more losses. <sighs> I think they could. I they, think so too. Didn't they almost win recently? Oh, well, they played the Cavs and it was close. But they're these games have not been close. No. They they're losing by ten points in almost every game. They almost beat the Wizards and they almost beat the Cavs. But their upcoming schedule are there any are there any potential wins on this calendar? God, so many L's. Um. Okay, they're gonna lose at least five more. They might beat Cleveland on the twenty eighth, which would be their mm-hmm. second win in twenty nineteen. Other than that, they're gonna go on the road. They're gonna lose all those games. You know what? I'm looking at this right now. That Sixers twenty eight doesn't count because it's over two oh, yeah. seasons. Oh yeah, that doesn't count. Uh, so it's the Cavs in two thousand ten eleven lost twenty six straight. Which is actually a tie with another process team. So the way they could possibly set the real record on March 9th when Sacramento comes to visit. And it's a um, this is generally would be an automatic schedule loss because the game is being played at 9 a.m. Pacific time (laughs) for a team from Sacramento. But I think they can lose it. I well, really Sacramento they, has to win that game. Yeah, uh, and and they'll be playing them for the second time in a week. Um, is Sacramento going? I'm going to see what Sacramento is doing right before that, because other than that Cavs game, that's the. It could come down to that final game. Will the Knicks finally make history? Is the real question here. <laughs> well, uh, looking at it right now, they're currently this is they're tied for the 25th longest losing streak. Hmm. Uh, in NBA history. Yeah, there's just a lot of very losable games coming up for them. <laughs> I'm actually not worried about the, the Kings. I think the Kings should fly in like <laughs> a day early just to acclimate themselves to make sure that they make history. Um, uh, yeah, Cleveland at home. That seems like the most dangerous one. The Charlotte Bobcats, all their road games. That Bobcats team that is the worst team ever that went seven and fifty nine. 
Yeah. Honestly, pretty impressive. They only lost 23 straight games in a row. Oh. But went 7-59. and (laughs) Yeah, that's... You would think they would have a longer streak than that. (laughs) Considering they lost 60 games. Yeah, you'd think. (laughs) In a compressed schedule, too, which means... They were losing at a at a higher like. I mean, they're, they're the worst percentage team, right? I think seven and fifty nine is the worst team ever, right? But but that's the most like losses based on the calendar of mm-hmm. all. I mean, like just just losses per day in life. That's like the maximum. Hey, the Knicks are number one in one of these losing streaks already. Oh yeah. Uh, they lost 13 straight playoff games from wow. 2000 to 2011. <laughs> That's crazy. The Blazers are at 10, by They're the way. They're tied for fourth, yeah. So the Blazers, if they get swept this year in the first round, they could make history. The Pistons also have an active streak going of playoff losses at 10. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, going I, back I... from 2007, 2008. <laughs> so the Pistons have not won a... Po- <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least... <laughs> At least the Blazers won a playoff game like three years ago, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, they won a lot of playoff games three years ago, but so the Pistons have not won, they have a, not playoff won a playoff game, game since, since George W. Bush was in office. <laughs> since they lost to the Boston Celtics May 28th, 2008, 102 to 106. Wow. Detroit <laughs> basketball. <laughs> Um, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year. Now that I've been looking at things, uh, I think Orlando's going to pass them. I really do. Well, we'll we'll see. All right, let's go. Let's oh, move yeah, to yeah. new news. Um, we're getting lost in the numbers yeah, go, again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry. Um, buyouts, Sean. It's mm-hmm. buyout season. <laughs> uh, the only thing we hear at the ring at. Uh, I almost said it at the ringer because I was going to make a Grantland Jr. joke. <laughs> the only thing we like more than round ball, uh, more than buyouts here at Round Ball Rock is a star is born. <laughs> no one is paying us to say that. Um, <laughs> Sean, Jeremy Lin signed with the Raptors, which uh, this, yeah. just in time because it was announced that Fred Van Vliet has to get surgery on his hand and is going to miss five weeks today. Ugh, that's bad. Poor, but poor Van Vliet. Jeremy Lin is fucking good. I think he is, right? Yeah. I mean, he's it's... he's like, he's not a starter, but he's maybe the best backup point guard, right? He seems like he's a good fit on the Raptors. Like, okay, so I think his defense is pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But he's not, he's not that small. And no. he can really score, and I don't, I don't know. He's just, he just has been unlucky and playing for terrible teams. I don't think there's any reason to think he's not. Uh, yeah, I think he's going to be. I think that's a really good pickup. Uh, Wayne Ellington went to the Pistons for some reason. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which I you think... just declared Wayne Ellington is missing the playoffs. Yeah. Well, I think Wayne Ellington took that job because he. Uh, you know, he's looking for a job next year, and the Pistons have a lot of playing time available at the wing <laughs> now that they've traded uh, their their starting small forward and their backup small mm-hmm. forward they got rid of, right? Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, so Bullock and Bullock and uh, I don't know. It, it seems like Wayne, they need like a three point shooter. I would have also said that maybe they needed a point guard. But mm-hmm. uh, what do I know? They spent all of their potential <laughs> buyout money on Wayne Ellington. So I mean, maybe this is it's going to play the play, uh, the point guard. Uh, maybe it. they think Spee can play point guard. Uh, oh, yeah, maybe he can. <laughs> I mean, his <laughs> arms are point guard length, even though he's uh, shooting guard height. <laughs> um, and then finally, big, big news. It just came across the wire as we're recording this. Ennis Cantor, political refugee, uh, is has signed with the Portland Trailblazers. Seems like a pretty good match, I gotta say. Um, yeah, no, he seems like a great fit, like, like good town, good place. Like the thing about Anna's Cantor is, um, he, he, it's one of the, like people get cat brain about certain players. Mm-hmm. There's a certain amount of that with Harrison Barnes. Um, and there's definitely a lot of that with Anna's Cantor who signed a massive deal with the Portland Trailblazers four years ago that, uh, Oklahoma city matched, and because he is, is making way too much money for his production, people tend to ignore uh, that he's good at doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's like a really good offensive rebounder and like a pretty good offensive player. Um, yeah, he just and can't he's, play defense. Yeah, and he also, yeah, he's he's a bad defensive player. But, but he, he gets buckets. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like Portland needs him to be a defensive anchor, they need him to come in off the bench and get rebounds. Right, they just need a player who is better on offense than Zach Collins. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I still think they're going to play Zach Collins a lot, but... Yeah, but they'll, it'll, are, they'll they switch him out for offense-defense, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, he's going to play like 12 minutes a game. Yeah, it'll be good. Um and, you know, certain teams he's a good match for, certain teams he is a terrible match for. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I think he's going to fit in well in the town. Yeah, no, that's the number one thing for sure. I think he's really going to love it there. And he's, like, such a loyal teammate. Um, so I think he signed maybe within the last hour, Joey. Mm-hmm. Or at least he did not sign before. Anyway, he's already changed his Twitter, Abby, to have him in a Blazers uniform <laughs> holding a basketball, <laughs> which I don't. No, we're like, is it photoshopped or I, I bet know. it's photoshopped. I bet someone made it for three years ago or whatever when he oh. signed that deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, also, Portland, one of the city, I believe it is a sanctuary city, so that should be good. Good. Um, Wes Matthews signed with the Pacers. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, that's a, um, just a good ad. Yeah. Um, the Pacers They're are remarkably well without yeah. Victor. Oh. <laughs> Um, the Pacers remain one of the most enigmatic basketball teams where it's like, that move sucks. And then it's like, oh, that move turned out really well for them. So good job, Pacers. Um, Should we talk about uh, Dewanye Wade? Yeah, let's talk about Dewanye. (laughs) Um, Uh, Dweezus. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Dwayne Wade uh, is sick. And not like, oh, man, he's so sick, as in, like, uh, he's ill. 
Uh, and not as in communication. And he's going to miss his last game in Dallas. Uh, this seems like uh, the universe um, uh, maybe coming back to old Dwayne a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Considering yeah, Mr. he and LeBron James made fun of Dirk Nowitzki for being sick that one time, and then Dirk fucking uh, took it to him. Yeah, with a 101-degree fever, the actual <laughs> flu game that didn't involve uh, gambling until dawn. Yeah. <laughs> in a Park City, like, mansion. We know what you did, Michael Jordan. Um, yeah, it's great. It's great that it's... um. And it's going to delay the the weird jersey exchanging tour. Come on, man! It's, Dirk doesn't want Dirk doesn't want a Dwayne Wade jersey. <laughs> it would be so tight if they exchanged jerseys, and then Dirk like in front of just him dropped it on the ground. Yeah, like on the ground, or maybe like into a trash can, and a staffer <laughs> just like immediately lit it on fire. Um, it would be even funnier if uh he exchanged jerseys with JJ Barea instead. <laughs> <laughs> What if they, like, brought Brian Cardinal back, <laughs> like, signed a ceremonial contract? The guys who really destroyed the Heat. Ian <laughs> Mahindi comes in for one night. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wish Barea was healthy for this game. Ian Mahindi was so good in that finals for some reason. It was very confusing. <laughs> it, like, there was one game where he hit, like, two jumpers, and it, like, directly led... To the Washington Wizards giving him like a hundred million dollar contract <laughs> four years later. Well, no, because the Pacers gave him that huge contract that summer. Well, they they traded the Mavs managed to get uh Darren Collison, who is not awesome or anything, but like <laughs> a lot better than Yamini. Um, all right, we should stop talking about this yeah. though. Um or I don't really want to talk about this next thing, but I assume you do, Sean. So oh, why don't you to. walk us through it? No, we can skip this one. This was only if you wanted to talk about it. Uh, we can... I do want to talk about this tweet, but other okay. than that, I'm kind of whatever. Okay, okay. Um, so why don't you tell us about what Kevin Durant's agent tweeted, Sean? <laughs> so about a year ago, we're almost at the one-year anniversary of uh, Kevin Durant's agent, Rich Kleinman tweeting, I'm going to run the Knicks one day. Uh And almost a year later, uh, it seems to be the general feeling among NBA insiders and members of the Warriors team Mm -hmm. that Kevin Durant is going to go sign with the Knicks next year. Well, Uh, did you see the news two days ago uh, about how he's moving his business operations to New York City? (laughs) Oh, well, there there you go. Um, uh, There's an there's a. A like controversial but not that controversial Ethan Sherwood Strauss article mm-hmm. about it that like infuriated Durant, even though if you read it, it's not really that I mean it just says that people think he's going to New York. Right. And then he was Durant got mad at Ethan Sherwood Strauss uh-huh. uh because he didn't talk to him. But the center of the article was about how Durant was refusing to talk to the media. So it's yeah, a weird and like sneaking out through the weight room, like to not literally to... running away from PR people telling him to talk to the media. Yeah. Uh, also, the New York Knicks, until like two days ago, were using a photo of Kevin Durant to sell season tickets next year. Here's a question. There is a Nick in the photo, but yeah. Here's a question for that. Uh-huh. Like, how is that not tampering? 
Right. <laughs> that seems more explicit. Like, because you can get a $50,000 fine for, like, texting a guy inappropriately. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Kerr has told the story about when he was um, the Suns GM. Uh, when LeBron first left Cleveland, he was on... I think Dan Patrick's show and they asked him and Dan Patrick said, are you going to go after LeBron? And the Suns had no cap space. And Steve Kerr just said, well, if he's willing to take the mid-level exception and that was a $10,000 fine. Mm -hmm. So if you print it out and mail it to season ticket holders, that seems worse. It just seems worse to me. Um, The other thing I want to mention, like I had not realized how weird Kevin Durant's life is that, uh, Jack Dorsey from Twitter went to his – like flew in from uh-huh. a silent meditation retreat to yeah, go this to is from birthday. A, this is from a weird Ramona Shelburne. Really weird. I mean they're hyping an ESPN show, but it's a weird thing where it's like, no, no, no. He's really good friends with David Geffen. Yeah. And it's like that's not a great sign. I no. Like, is he going to be on Jeffrey Epstein's plane next? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, right. Like This is like – oh, so he's joining – not even what people think is the Illuminati, the like out front, uh, <laughs> terrible, like, yeah, David Geffen sued Neil Young for not making a record that sounded enough like Neil Young. Uh-huh. Uh, he sues people who try to use the beach. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's really weird. The other thing that I do want to mention really briefly is that Kevin Durant and Rich Kleiman have matching triangle tattoos. And the third person representing the other arm of the triangle is former NBA player Charlie Bell, who seems like the weirdest person to be best friends with Kevin Durant because he was also a warrior briefly. He was a nightmare. His stint with the Warriors was a like legitimate nightmare. He once yeah. showed up drunk to a DUI hearing he had. Yeah, yeah. And the Warriors ended up using it ended up costing them like four draft picks because they amnestied him mm-hmm. instead of Andres Biedrins when they were trying to uh, sign DeAndre Jordan. It w- worked out well, but uh, the Warriors did trade away the picks that became NBA legends, Rodney Hood, Josh Hart and Alpha Kaba. Mm hmm. So uh, anyway, it's weird. Kevin Durant's going to the Knicks. Um, It does not seem to be affecting the Warriors on the court one bit, but it's still weird. Yeah, it's real weird. Um, I have I think I've said this on the podcast before. Uh, Just go. I don't care. (laughs) I mean, like win this year. Yeah, win this year, but just go, man. It's just strange. It's, It's weird, though, because he's like. Still playing hard, still seems to get along with guys well on the court. So, you know, it's it's certainly within his rights to do that. I'm just, it's weird that that's what he wants to do. That's all. Yeah. It it feels weird that that Kevin Durant's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to go to this uh, weird Google retreat and hang out with uh, Diane von Furstenberg. It's always <laughs> been my dream growing up in D.C. It's weird to... It feels a little bit like maybe uh, Rich Kleiman has brainwashed him a little bit. Yes, it, you've mentioned it before, but uh, what's what is Brian Wilson's agent's oh, name? Doctor Eugene Landy. <laughs> yeah, that that's what it feels like. Uh, uh, but you know what? More power to Kevin Durant. Make that money. It's weird you invested in Postmates just because you ordered a lot of Postmates, but whatever, man. 
Uh, also, don't invest in Postmates. They're Come bad on. to their employees. Um, just have them make things a little better for for the employees. Come on, man. Um. All right. Should we talk about All Star Weekend? Yeah, let's talk about All Star Weekend. Uh, here's the All Star drop I'm gonna make. Some body once told me it's All Star Weekend. Get your game on. Shape of an L. Forehead. Get your game on. All Star Weekend. I like that occasionally during the podcast, you just spontaneously assign yourself an hour of work. I mean, I I did it already twice. I'm going to have to make two drops for this because I got to make that Poland <laughs> drop. Poland on drop. <laughs> <laughs> we should put the Senegal drop as a, like a, well, it'll be a downloadable thing. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Let's start. You know what? Let's start with the things we care the least about on All Star Weekend and oh, go great. back. Okay. okay, great. So here's the thing I care the least about at All Star Weekend, um, uh-huh. and it is the All Star Game itself. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? <laughs> I don't know why everybody's pretending like, oh, the All Star Game should be really competitive. It's so good when it's close. It's like it's. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> It's I, not a real it's not a real game, guys. I hate the All-Star game. It's so boring. Oh, actually, I take that back. The thing I hate the most we don't even have on here is the All-Star the uh the rookie sophomore game. Oh, I didn't even list yeah, it. We, yeah. Yeah. I, that is okay. That is that is the worst thing of All-Star weekend cuz it's the All-Star game but worse. Yeah, with like worse players, <laughs> it's more interminable. Uh it's the the like US versus the world conception has never been appealing to me. The only there's only ever been two cool things that happened in that game. Uh-huh. Uh it okay. was when uh DeAndre Jordan destroyed uh Brandon Knight's entire career. Yeah, it kind of it's he's never been the same after no. that. And uh of course Jason <laughs> Richardson throwing the ball off of Carlos Boozer's face and then hitting a three pointer. Oh my god. It's it's like it's so bittersweet to look back on that too because he and Gilbert Arenas combined for like 61 points in the game and Jason Richardson won the dunk contest for the second year in a row and it was like, "Hey, the Warriors future's pretty bright." And then it's like, actually by rule they can't re-sign Gilbert Arenas. Yeah, he was uh, but- the third First pick in the draft. What are you yeah. going to do? <laughs> Carlos Boozer never forgave Jason Richardson for that. No, nope, um, he never did. <laughs> his quote I, you know I, I'm sure we've gone over this before on the podcast but Carlos Boozer's quote about it um, was uh, like oh shit why can't I find this um, oh here's uh, Carlos came up and said why'd you do me like that I told him it was nothing personal but I guess he sees it differently <laughs> Uh, yeah, Carlos Boozer never like, forgave Jason Richardson for that. He yeah. would bring it up when they'd play each other midseason for, like, a very long time. And Carlos Boozer was absolutely unstoppable in the 2007 series between the yeah. Jazz and Warriors <laughs> as a result. Uh, but, okay, let's go through these teams. Uh, yeah. 
Team LeBron is Kyrie, Harden, LeBron, Kawhi, Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, Clay Thompson, Ben Simmons, Anthony Davis, Carl Anthony Towns, LaMarcus Aldridge, Bradley Beal, and Dwayne Wade. If he's not too ill to play. Team Giannis, Steph Curry, Kemba Walker, Paul George, Giannis, Embiid, Russell Westbrook, Kyle Lowry, Chris Middleton, Blake Griffin, Nikola Jokic, Nikola Vucevic, D'Angelo Russell, Dirk. Yeah. Um, seems pretty fun. I mean, <laughs> whatever. I've, I've said this before. It feels like LeBron drafted a team of, like, June 30th Twitter alerts. Yes. It's, like, all impending free agents. But the thing is, it doesn't seem like LeBron is very good at tampering and recruiting. Unless it's, like, a 35-year-old man. Um... You know what I mean? Like, it's all these guys where it's like, oh, he's going to talk to Kyrie. And it's like, well, they're already having dinner. Like, he couldn't recruit Ennis Cantor to the Lakers this week. I mean, it does kind of feel like maybe the Lakers are getting in the way of his tampering a bit, though. It could could be that Magic Johnson is the problem. (laughs) We didn't talk about that today, but uh, Magic Johnson is bad at tampering. (laughs) Because he's done it on national television. That hasn't been great. Um, he actually like not only tampered, but explained his tampering style on Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> um, well, and it, it seems like on paper, LeBron's team is much better probably yes. because Giannis, um, announced in advance who he was going to pick. <laughs> uh, he picked Chris Middleton first, which was good loyalty to his teammate. Probably the team would have been stronger with Anthony Davis there. I don't know. Um, he has two centers named Nicola. Mm-hmm. That's not always a great all-star room, but he wanted to pick guys who were first-time all-stars. Yeah. Because he thought it would mean more to them. Look, Giannis's team may be less fun to hang out with. I mean, but, I mean, less fun to play basketball with, but way more fun to hang out with, I think. Yeah, if you go down, I'm just going to, okay, let's do a quick listing of LeBron's team, and you say whether they're miserable or okay. not. Okay, Kyrie Irving. I mean, currently he might be a little miserable, yeah. but I don't know if Kyrie... I, he That's might be too galaxy brain to be miserable, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Uh, Kyrie okay. sees it all. He's like... Uh, <laughs> I, I honestly think when Kyrie looks in the mirror, he sees uh, the architect from Matrix 2. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he has that speech memorized. <laughs> Ergo. All right, <laughs> keep going. Uh, James Harden. Not miserable. No, nah, I don't think so. Uh, LeBron James. Miserable. Um, Kawhi Leonard. Miserable. Kevin Durant. The most miserable. Uh-huh. Now we got two guys, Damian Lillard. Not miserable. Clay Thompson. Not miserable. Now Ben Simmons. Kind of miserable, I, I think. think kind of miserable, too. Uh, <laughs> uh, Anthony Davis. Miserable. Carl Anthony Towns. Too tired from playing Fortnite. <laughs> LaMarcus Aldridge. Always miserable. Uh, Bradley Beal. Miserable. And Dwayne Wade. Sick. Yeah. So <laughs> you have, I would say you have three and a half joyful players on this 13-man roster. Mm-hmm. All right. Now let's do Giannis. Steph Curry. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You're no, say if they're delightful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, no, no. You're, you're going to, I'll name them. You say okay. they're miserable now. Steph Curry. Uh, delightful. Kemba Walker. 
very enthusiastic. But also kind of bummed, I think, just about, but happy he's a first-time All-Star. Yeah, and he's in, he's at home. He's starting uh, the All-Star game Paul George. Uh, really happy now. Yeah. Giannis. Uh, d- the happiest most, boy the in the world. Yeah, he's the happiest. <laughs> Joel Embiid. Uh, pretty happy, I would say. Russell Westbrook. Miserable. Mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry. Mm, pretty miserable. <laughs> Chris Middleton. Uh, very, pretty happy. Blake Griffin. I think he's happy now. No, he's very miserable. You man. think he's miserable? Come on. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's he's actually you're right because today he was he had a there was some feature where he was like going through all his scars. He's like an emo <laughs> teen now. You're right. Yeah, uh, Blake Griffin. Oh, sorry, Nikola yeah. Jokic. Uh, pretty happy. Second happiest boy in the world. I think. Yeah. Uh, Nikola Vucevic might be vi- miserable, but still the happiest he's ever been in his NBA career. Yeah. D'Angelo Russell. Uh, I think. Has I think maybe he's turned the corner. He feels like I think he's, uh, you know, he's showing the haters, which is his favorite thing. You know, yeah, yeah. he's defiant. Yeah, he uh, might not be happy, but he's not miserable. Dirk Nowitzki, uh, second happiest boy. <laughs> third, I think he's the third because oh, he's, hey, he's no, he's the happiest man. Happiest man. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's right. <laughs> um. I guess we've gone over whether Magic Johnson would try to tamper in this game because he is. Yeah. Um, do you think LeBron will drink wine on the bench? No. Because he he did apparently leave after the Lakers lost to Atlanta, said goodbye to everybody at the locker room, and apparently was carrying enough bottles of wine that the beat writers felt like they had to comment on it <laughs> or his wherever he was going. <laughs> Man, that I'll say this. I'll say this again. Not a great sign when a guy gets super into wine mm-hmm. and he's an athlete. That's all. Uh, all right. Who's gonna Who's gonna try and win the MVP here? Okay, Russell Westbrook always. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Paul George really went for it too. I, but the problem I is- think you're. On the right team, wrong guy, though. Well, it's, I mean, it, that's the problem is he's on the same team as Westbrook. No, I think there's another guy in that starting five that is going to be trying real hard to win the MVP. Oh, and come his on. His name is Joel Embiid. Oh, he could do it. I mean, he's, there's not going to be anyone, he should get a lot of dunks, at least. Right. Um, And then Team LeBron has a bunch of, like, I think Harden will try I for it. I don't think any of these guys give a shit, man. <laughs> That's well, the it... weird thing about Team LeBron is, like, yes, they are better basketball players. But also, I don't think these guys care in All-Star games. I mean, I could see Kyrie trying to win it, actually. but Yeah, and I could see LeBron. He's, he can't, he's not going to turn it on for the All-Star game. He's going to be, like, throwing passes the whole time. Kawhi I mean... definitely doesn't care. I Honestly, Anthony see... Davis should really try and win it. <laughs> Just to be so, so weird. It would be so weird if they had to give him the All-Star Game MVP when uh-huh. his team doesn't want to play him. <laughs> yeah, and LeBron's like... Th- well, I could see them just relentlessly feeding Anthony Davis, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like Anthony Davis, Harden, and Kyrie, I feel like, are the most likely to really go for I it on that I think Beal game. probably really wants it, but he won't play enough. He's going to play 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot of guys who might be motivated 
to do it, but like to their own detriment. Mm-hmm. I don't think I really don't think Kevin Durant cares. No, of course not. He's it's he's just... there to talk to fucking Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, like there's some he's like, who are you hanging out with? Well, you know, Charlotte is the banking capital of the Southeast. So <laughs> it's like we're you had dinner at Jerry Richardson's house. That's weird. <laughs> Uh, also, by the way, the, Agent the, the, Rich took me on a tour of Philip Morris's office. <laughs> <laughs> There's some exciting partnerships there. <laughs> Kevin Durant for sure would be the first NBA player to sponsor vapes, right? Oh, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, also, I think he'd be like the most likely to have one that was like a specially addictive yeah <laughs> some kind of black mirror version of a vape it's like oh, it's just a, it's an opportunity for my brand i don't know all right let's move on to the thing i care second least about okay um the it's so weird that this is the case but the mountain dew three point contest <laughs> it is weird that that's it's weirdly like the marquee thing this weekend now but I find it so boring. <laughs> I don't know why they don't have two more dunkers and two fewer three-point people. But also, like, change it up a little. <laughs> that it's been exactly it's the same exactly since 1986. <laughs> well, they've, they've ch- the only thing they've changed is they've added the full rack of money balls, mm-hmm. which has only just made it more confusing yes. and made it impossible to compare people like – like the scoring was very elegant. It was twenty five shots. Your score was out of thirty. The money ball was the last one in the rack, and now there's now there's nine money balls instead. So the max score is thirty four. It's just weird. Also, there's way too many people in the contest now. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, like I want to see these guys make them dribble or something. That's my main thing. Like. I mean, I I think it's okay. I I I like the simplicity of it, but yeah, maybe if there was like the final round, you got to hit a deeper three or something. Add a half court shot or something. I don't know, like whatever. But it's just so boring because it's you literally watch like ten guys do the same thing all in a row. Are they having them? Are they having them at least shoot simultaneously in the first round this year? I don't know. They really need to go back to that. Like, But anyway, let's read the court. players. Okay. Devin Booker. Uh, defending champ, but whatever, man. Seth Curry. Um, I like it because it's in Charlotte. Steph Curry. Only do This will be his final three-point yeah. appearance, I think, until like maybe the year he's retiring. Danny Green. Weird. Uh, kind of a hilarious addition to this. <laughs> um, he is not going to do well in this contest. No. I don't think. Joe Harris. Uh, I guess they wanted an additional Caucasian. <laughs> Buddy Heald. Um, the funniest thing about I Buddy think Heald Buddy Heald might win this. Frankly, and that was the thing. Like he's gonna he's gonna win it, or he's gonna have a round where he hits like he scores like eight. <laughs> Damian Lillard. Uh, never yeah, does I- well at this. Never does well this. I mean, he's like the perfect. He should do it every year. He and though. Steph Curry are both guys where it's like. They're not as good as this at this as they should be because they're just not used to like. Uh, not, not 
like <laughs> yeah like having like a being this open and b having to grab the ball from the side of themselves you know what i mean yeah. like yeah like steph would do better if he had to dribble between his legs twice before he <laughs> shot and lillard's the same way like yeah like like if you just had um a big man standing dangerously close to the rack because uh because and then have evan turner standing in a weird spaced position mm-hmm. he'd be more comfortable yeah uh chris middleton is he that good at shooting three-pointers i guess He's you know what first time good. all-star let him in dirt any, any time... uh they should just hilarious. let him win dude yeah kemba he said walker he, need, he said he wants an extra 15 seconds because he's holding uh and kemba walker Hometown hero, don't think he's going to do that well. No, I want... Another kind of in that Steph thing, too. Yeah. I've said this before, I think. Um, This should be all very tall guys. Like, that would also make it more interesting. If it was, like, centers who were just oh, okay like three-point shooters. Do, the way they do the skills challenge. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, put Embiid in here, even though he only shoots 28% from three or whatever. I, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I think Brooke Lopez should be in it. That's the guy I'd really like to say. If you have ten guys, two of them should be bigs. Two. Um, also, I, would, I wonder if this is a thing where if you're an all-star, you're, like, invited to do it if you want. But I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, like, I understand that some guys – this is, like, the most – one of one of the thing the keys to understanding Michael Jordan, I would say, is that he entered the three point contest one year and just did horribly. <laughs> but he's just so insanely into challenges. Like like that was the mini- once he did that, it's like it's not that surprising he went to play minor league baseball. Um. All right. Uh. Whatever. This will be boring. Um. I'm. I mean. I, I think I'm Buddy Hield. Like I think Buddy Hield or Seth Curry are gonna win this. Seth Curry winning would be so tight. Um, <laughs> it's, I mean, I, I like that. Just, just make sure you run the first round with two guys shooting at the same time. Yeah. That's all I ask. Other than that, fine, whatever. All right, then, what do I care about more, the dunk contest or the skills challenge? I could not care less about the skills challenge. I'll all tell right, you that. Let's, right. I, but see, I. It sounds. It, to I me, it's like, like a the skills PE challenge, and I'll, be, and I'll tell you why. I am into extremely weird game shows. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh, like there's a show called Mental Samurai. I saw a billboard for hosted by Rob Lowe. That, according to the billboard, it seems like it's just people answering trivia questions while hanging upside down. <laughs> And I am into any and all weird game shows, and the skills cha- challenge reminds me of a weird game show. But you're right, I probably care about the dunk contest more. So let's talk about the skills challenge. Um, uh, yeah. Once again, split up between guards and bigs. Uh, mm-hmm. Your guards, Mike Conley, Luka Doncic, De'Aaron Fox, Trey Young. Uh-huh. Your bigs, Nikola Jokic, Kyle Kuzma, Jason Tatum. And poor Nikola Vucevic. <laughs> they just, he was like the other big that said yes. You know what I mean? Like Embiid <laughs> said no. Um, Anthony Davis, of course, is not going to participate Towns in anything. Towns said no. Yeah, well, Towns has already won it. Like, like there's no <laughs> upside to being a repeat participant as a big man. <laughs> Although, if I were Towns, like, 
Why not? Just like, try and no win one, it every no one, year. Yeah, no one cares if you lose the skills challenge. And also, it's easy. Like, it's not. <laughs> um, Here's a question, yeah, though. I kind of think it should be all bigs. But Why are they making Mike Conley do this? Uh, He's it's... not an all-star. No. He, he, like, the one thing, if you're shafting Mike Conley out of the all-star game every year, at least let him go on vacation for mm-hmm. a week. But now he's got to hang around Charlotte. I mean, maybe he likes it, but I, I feel like it's, I feel like you're giving him a task rather than it's a reward. Like, it's, a, it's like being invited to your ex-girlfriend's wedding. <laughs> and it's like, no, 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 you guys are still on good terms. You want to go there? Also, it's a destination wedding. <laughs> and also you have to bartend it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because everybody else, everybody else here is like, Doncic, De'Aaron Fox, Trey Young, those guys are like young and they're being featured and they're playing in the Rising Stars mm-hmm. game. Um, I think Tatum and Kuzma are too. Like everyone else has another reason to yeah. be there. <laughs> and then Mike Conley's there because is it because they want a Grizzly represented? I don't know. Who's going to win it? God, um, I think Fox is going to win. I think Trey Young is going to win this. Ooh. Uh, Or I could also see Jokic winning, actually, even though he's really slow. But I think he'll hit the passes because that's what it all it is. Yeah. It's like, do you hit the passes the first time? Kyle Kuzma and Jason Tatum are going to be terrible at this. Yeah. And now is Jason Tatum. He's too young to be in this. I don't know why we're. I thought it was an age limit. Yeah. Yeah. Like he should be in. Skills Challenge Junior. Or the, Having the Jason Tatum and Mike Conley here, it's a little like when you see like a a puzzle that is like for ages nine to ninety. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I have a question for you, Joey. Sure. Which fan base is most likely to get irrationally excited about their player winning? Is it the Celtics, the Lakers, the Kings? Or Grantland Jr. I think it's Grantland Jr. Yeah, I think so too. Because I, I mean, I, Doncic can definitely win this for sure. By the way, yeah, um, yeah. I don't think if if Jokic doesn't win it, a big is not winning. Basically, yeah. Um, I don't know. Anyway, let's move on. The AT and T dunk contest, the thing I care second most about <laughs> the weekend. Uh-huh. Uh, this is a weird combination of people, I think. Uh, Miles Bridges. Hamadou- okay, he's, Go he's on. He's on the Hornets, and he had a sick dunk this year. This makes he's sense. He's had a to lot me. of sick dunks. He's going to be good. Okay. Um, Hamadou Diallo, which also very to, athletic, but but to me feels like the wrong one of those guys. Um, who should be in this dunk contest? Uh-huh. Uh, the guy I feel like who is just like him but should be in the dunk contest is Josh Akogi. Ooh. You know what I mean? He's like the yeah. same guy, but he's had way more crazy dunks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. Uh, John Collins. Who, I think this is a good choice. I love John Collins, but a big man in a dunk contest is never a good thing. Yeah, I mean, I like having one, though. Sure. And then your your definite winner, I think, Dennis Smith Jr. of the <laughs> New York Knickerbockers. That's right. Knicks have not had a dunk champ since Kenny Skywalker. 
Um, shouldn't there be like two more guys in yes. this? Like, like it's just people don't want to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's not you. Just there's so little upside, and it's all the most famous player in this is Dennis Smith Jr. and he's not that famous. <laughs> I don't know if the prize money is like too low, but. I don't know. I've and said it's, this it, it has so many set pieces. But yeah, here's how you fix the dunk contest. Uh-huh. On the Friday night before, every writer always talks about this. The G League has their dunk contest. Yes. And everyone who sees it is always like, the G League contest is awesome. Uh, it's the best. Like, it's a way better dunk contest. Here's what you do, man. Here's how you fix this. You take the winner of the G League dunk contest on friday and you uh-huh. put him in the nba dunk contest on saturday mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. if you have one guy who cares it will make all five well, all five guys care because they don't want to be embarrassed yeah and they don't want to lose to the g-leaguer yeah i mean i just i i wish and it was the money to... would mean something to the g-league guy well that's that's very that's very true um very curious um yeah, if there was just a way to make it, I don't know, like a little, a little faster too. Maybe like a little less. I like mean, the best thing, sentences. honestly, would be like, all right, it's fifteen guys. If you miss one dunk, you're out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And like, if you, I mean, obviously, it would be cool if you had someone like contesting a dunk, but probably there's a giant liability issue. Well, to I've that. always said that. You should, um, it should be like the limbo sort of, Oh, where, where like they... you have several, <laughs> uh, big men there and it's like, you know, it ranges from like, uh, Sean Bradley to Dikembe Mutombo. <laughs> I mean, if you had, if you had just a Bradley round, yeah, <laughs> that would be so tight. <laughs> Uh, and I mean, maybe he's maybe he's too old now, but I would suggest maybe Spencer Hawes. Yeah. Uh, any all Zeller. three Plumleys. <laughs> yeah, all three Plumleys at once. <laughs> uh, yeah, but but also maybe, maybe yeah, a G leaguer, one more participant. Yeah, that's all. Um. All right, and finally, let's talk about the thing we care about the most. Yes, we're the only people on Earth who care about this event. Hmm. Uh. And it's the it's the celebrity game. We love the celebrity game. <laughs> it's so good. It's so weird. It is the weirdest thing anyone does for their all stars. Yeah, because the combination is incredibly strange all the time because they they do do a very good job of making it like geographically diverse ethnically diverse each team has a wnba player uh there's always uh you know th- there's there's old people uh <laughs> there's there's rappers there's actors and then there's people that play in the celebrity game over and over again yes. even if they're not necessarily very famous like in fact let's do this right now let's make yeah. a mount rushmore of the celebrity game okay okay um so it's got to be four guys um, Four guys. You know what? Okay. Let's draft our own Mount Rushmores right now. Oh, great. Okay. Okay. Great. great, uh, great. Sean, I'll give you the first pick. I'll be a gentleman. Okay. The first pick, man, 
it's it's hard to I'm going to pick a guy who I think is like the best. I'm going with Brian McKnight. You Brian love McKnight. Brian McKnight. He's such a good player. He he actually hit um, a falling down and one to win the very first celebrity game MVP. And he sung the national anthem at an all-star game mm-hmm. before he can just do it all. He's got a handle. He's a little old, but I think he's like, he is like the, maybe like the, God, I'm trying to think of the right pioneer for this. He's like the Bob Pettit mm-hmm. of the celebrity game. You know, like he's older, but just brings it all the time. Sure. Um, I am going to take with my first pick, mm-hmm. Michael Rappaport. Uh, good pick. Good pick. Uh, he won an MVP one year as a joke. Uh-huh. Um, and was just a foul machine. He's the enforcer of the NBA All-Star Celebrity Game. And look, I don't personally, I don't like him very much personally, but, uh, if you're if you're drafting a Mount Rushmore celebrity game all stars, you got to draft him. I mean, he's a legend. He's yeah. he's he's great. I mean, I love I love this pick. And and also, you know, what? a lot of a lot of what Rappaport's doing, he's uh, it's being a character. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right, your pick, Sean. <laughs> I am going to take. Uh, I'm going to take Win Butler of the Arcade mm, Fire. Good pick. Good pick. He's been an MVP. He's had a speech about. Socialized healthcare. <laughs> uh, he has a weird, like, 1982 Jack Sigma game. Mm-hmm. Um, wears a headband. Uh, would compete in formal wear if it was allowed. Uh, but just solid passes. Does the dirty work. Uh, yeah. Um, I am going to take... He's only ever been in one Celebrity All-Star game. Uh-huh. Do you know who I'm taking, Sean? <laughs> I'm oh, taking oh, Richard, Richard Jefferson. Jefferson? <laughs> <laughs> He's in the it's the very first one. No, it's in, the right? second one. I'm oh, looking at it right now. <laughs> it is it is thoroughly in inexplicable. 2004 Richard 2004. Jefferson. So Richard Jefferson, <laughs> third year player for the New Jersey Nets. Uh-huh. He'd been to the NBA Finals the two previous years. <laughs> and for some reason 24 year old Richard Jefferson was put in the middle of this collection of and celebrities tried so hard. So hard. He, he scored 16 <laughs> points and his team lost 60 to 52. It's just incredible. Uh, he had like, we tried to figure out his stat line at one point. You, uh-huh. you can't find this game anywhere or no, anyone it- writing about it. It's it's so fascinating to me because he's playing incredibly hard the whole time. He probably has like 16, 30, and like 12 blocks. Yeah. He at one point dunks like incredibly hard on like Roger Lodge, the blind date host. It's – look, we – now that he's no longer a player, <laughs> he is permitted to be on the podcast, I believe. It's a standing invitation to Richard Jefferson – one of the one of the best uh, new broadcasters for for the Brooklyn Nets, mm-hmm. Richard Jefferson. If you would like to come on Roundball Rock solely <laughs> to talk about your performance in the Celebrity Game in 2004, uh, our DMs are open. Hit us up. All right, Sean, who are you taking? Um, I am going to take the, there. There's some strong candidates here. First of all, I'm not, 
I'm not taking Kevin Hart. Like, no, that's a, that's a gimmick. It's a, he ruined the sanctity of the celebrity game MVP award, uh, which is why I'm taking a true celebrity game MVP, Terrell Owens. Yeah, he's won it twice. He's the only actual two time winner, even though Kevin Hart won it four times. Yeah, yeah. Um, plays way too hard. Um, <laughs> was an active NFL player. Uh, might be a clubhouse cancer a little bit. Um, one Michael Rappaport, a celebrity game MVP, <laughs> just by Rappaport's ridiculous and excessive defense on him. Uh, and he has, you know, he had 30 million reasons to do well in the celebrity game. Um, all right. With my third pick, I think I have to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Ed from Ed. Yes. <laughs> Tom Cavanaugh, in, maybe not distinguished, but he's in so many celebrities. He's been in a lot. I will say, I'm looking at it right now, though. I think Donald Faison has played in the most. And he's from he's Scrubs. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, has he been in the most? Tom Cavanaugh Nick also Cannon, was playing though, like 52. Nick he's Cannon's in been in it the most, actually. Nick Cannon has been in it. He's got to be. Ten times. Nick Cannon's been in it ten times. Common's been in it seven. I was going to say Common had to be way up there. Jamie Foxx has done it a bunch. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, Nick Cannon is far and away been in it the most. mm -hmm. Does not seem particularly good. (laughs) But he's like... Once they got Kevin Hart, I think Nick Cannon had to be just heartbroken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but also Donald Faison, really good sport. Um, there was a point when he was traded mid-game to the other team <laughs> for nothing. Uh, there's also a moment when a Harlem Globetrotter um, puts Donald Faison in a blender. And Faison, he's like laying on the ground and dribbling. And Faison just like goes over and just, like, lays on him to stop the humiliation. Faison's been in it five times. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, Ed from Ed I can't even find on this list. But, I mean, he was even in two ball. Oh, my like, God, that's... dude. Bobby Flay played in 2007. Oh, my God. I wish. <laughs> well, we did an oral history of that game, too. Bobby Flay and Jonathan Silverman were on separate teams in 2007. The, s- the single guy? Yeah. Do you want to hear the final <laughs> score of this game? Please. 40 to 21. That's... That is... Which team... Who? Bobby Flay's team lose? Yes. <laughs> That's... Do you oh want to hear God. who was on Bobby Flay's team? This is a, this is the craziest one I've ever seen. Okay. Okay, so <laughs> here's the team that lost by 19 points and scored only 21. Okay. David Arquette. Michael uh-huh. Clark Duncan. Tay Diggs. <laughs> Donald Faison. Bobby Flay, Jamie Kennedy, Nelly in his fifth appearance. Wow. Katie Smith, Ladanian Tomlinson. Wow. Carrot Top, Chris <laughs> Tucker. <laughs> Wait, and was Chris Tucker also the coach? No, the head coach was Tim Legler. <laughs> <laughs> And they lost. It seems like he has the wrong temperament. 
They lost by 19 points to Lil Bow Wow, Reggie Bush, Nick Cannon, Tamika Catchings, someone named James Denton, (laughs) Jamie Foxx, Access Hollywood correspondent Tony Potts, and Jonathan Silverman. Wayne Newton was the assistant coach, (laughs) and the head coach was Greg Anthony. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Um... Okay, I guess I have to complete the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, sorry. <laughs> well, well, like, I believe it's hard not to pick Nick Cannon or Common here, but I'm going to go with uh, Arnie Duncan. Yeah, good who choice. Who is the acting secretary of education and also has the points record for a celebrity game. <laughs> uh, like, it's so weird that that was the case. <laughs> I am, of course, going to take Roger Lodge, blind date oh, host. Incredible. Uh, incredible. He's, he's, you know, he is Ed from Ed, essentially, but uh-huh. he's just been in so many, and it's so weird he was there. I wish I could see Bobby Flay play basketball. I'm sorry, I lost. I <laughs> The second I saw Bobby Flay on this list, I was like, I don't even want to make a Mount Rushmore anymore. It's all I can think of. <laughs> yeah, just, I just want a tape of that. I want to break down the film. <laughs> And of course, our our least favorite celebrity all star of all time, uh, Ansel Elgort. Yes, easily the worst. <laughs> baby driver, get him out of there! All right, uh, so we should t- yeah. should we break down this year's rosters? Let's break down this year's roster. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, on the home team, we've got Mike Coulter from Luke Cage. Yeah, I think he's going to be solid. He seems like a Terry Crews type guy mm-hmm. who it's like, oh, you probably had a professional sports background. Sure. And also, I bet he plays in the Celebrity League in, in L.A. Yeah, I would say for sure. Um, then you also have uh, Chris Daughtry, recording actress Daughtry. Daughtry from American Idol. Uh, Terrence J. Uh, uh, famous Los, who's a social media influencer. Uh, Dr. Oz in his second game, his second appearance in the celebrity game. Um, do you want to say anything about Dr. Oz? It is, it is inexplicable that Dr. Oz is in the celebrity game at all, but also that it's his second time. His first one was in 2010. Yeah, there was a nine year gap (laughs) between Dr. Oz's appearances uh dr oz is 58 now (laughs) and is there any way that dr oz is a good basketball player no is he gonna be like telling some people a bunch of pseudoscience like he does on his show (laughs) it's gonna be like yeah just wear those magnetic bracelets um all right then you have rhapsody did you know Doctor? By the way, did you know Doctor Oz believes in psychic communication with the dead? I did not know that. He's a no. medical doctor. Okay. <laughs> uh, Rhapsody. I believe Rhapsody is female. I'm not familiar with Rhapsody's Me either. body. Uh, Bo Reinhardt, another musician, I'm not uh, familiar with from something He's- called Need to Breathe. <laughs> All caps, one word. Uh, JB Smoove from Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> He should be fun, but also pretty old. He's very old. 
Uh, former NFL player. Oh, Steve... need, need to breathe, by the way. Uh, Christian rock band. Oh, great. Thought it shouldn't be a uh, <laughs> surprise, but uh, uh, how old do you think J.B. Smoove is, Joey? 56. He's 53. Wow. Yeah. Um, all right, and then uh, my choice for MVP, Steve Smith, the NFL uh-huh. wide receiver. That's a great pick. Like, like enough um, irrational intensity probably pretty good at basketball but also just is gonna try to win the mvp he's gonna dunk i bet even though he's only like five five or whatever <laughs> i bet it, yeah he can probably get up um wnba player asia wilson um, um i want to talk about the wnba here yes. real quick yes uh, stop making them play in this game uh what? it's embarrassing that they make that they put wnba players on the same like level as like guys who've been retired from the league for 10 years yeah i wish there was a different well the problem is it's such a lose-lose proposition because asia wilson could be dominating this game if she wanted to right but, but it's she's like not. she's right not because going it's because it's like it's below her to be in this game they should just let the wnba players a assistant coach and trash talk more. Mm-hmm. Um, Asia Wilson's really good too. Yeah, um, she's actually like an ideal. If this was a little bit more serious of a game, she would be like a fantastic addition. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they should just have a more. I mean, put I a retired I'm... WNBA player in if you're gonna uh, make the retired like. But putting the current WNBA players in it really to me, feels like the league sort of saying, like, yeah, you're not as good. You know what I mean? And that's just I mean, not I, true. I get they're trying to include the WNBA. I, I just, it feels like they should, I, it feels like they should actually have, like, a WNBA three-point contest yeah, or something. Put, like that, put you know them what I mean? in the three-point shootout. They can get them up. That would be tight. Um, all right, and then Jay Williams, motorcycle accident victim. Yeah, uh, works for ESPN, uh, also a partner for uh, Kevin Durant's business of basketball show that no one should watch. Yeah, and then finally, Jason Weissman, uh, the hometown hero, a 47-year-old U.S. Marine who used his military transport vehicle to rescue uh, North Carolina residents. Excuse me. Stranded during Hurricane Florence. All right. Good job, dude. Um, also, we Weird. have been calling for the troops to be a part of this for years. <laughs> Finally, the troops are in the celebrity all-star game. All right. Now, here's your team that's going to win, though. Uh, Ronnie 2K, who will be terrible at basketball. Uh-huh. Um, he's the director of an influencer marketing at 2K Sports. Do you see him if you're playing NBA 2K? Uh, he, yeah, like, he's on game? 2K TV. And then, yes, oh. he is also in the game. Was that also like it's So he was like a co-worker of Rachel Demita? Yes. Okay. Um, Ray Allen, former NBA player. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he's trying to sell the book? Is that the idea? I don't know. But why doesn't the other team have a real former NBA player? I mean, I, I get James, Jay Williams. Jay but, I mean, he's a lot younger, but also uh, he almost severed his leg from his body yeah. in a motorcycle accident. So, uh, someone uh, named... that, yeah, a weird talent disparity there. <laughs> like, uh, guy that's going into the Hall of Fame and 
Who do you think said no? Glenn Rice? No, Mugs- it's got to be somebody Carolina related, right? Yeah, like Charlotte related. Yeah. Um, I bet like Alonzo Mourning or like, uh, uh, you know, one of those guys, Larry Johnson. <laughs> I would love to see Larry Johnson. He's got to be so huge now. Um, all right. AJ. Well, also, he probably never plays exhibition games anymore because he fucked up his back at a yeah. charity game and ruined his life. Um, all right. AJ Buckley. Don't know who that is. Does that all. <laughs> Bad Bunny. You know who Bad Bunny nope. is, Joey? <laughs> I'm assuming Bad Bunny is female. I That's mean, I don't know. Man. Stephanie Dolson. Uh, AJ Buckley is on this because he's Canadian and they always want Canadians to be in this, but he's also Irish. I don't know, man. I don't know who this guy is. Um, all right. Uh, Stephanie Dolson, WNBA player. It's her second time. Oh, bad bunny. I'm sorry. Uh, not female, a Puerto Rican reggaeton singer and Latin trap artist. Mm-hmm. So I apologize to bad bunny for misgendering. Um, sorry, Stephanie Dolson. Uh, weird. It, it just feels weird to have a, a WNBA center too. <laughs> um, and then fi- uh, after um, personal personal favorite weirdo who plays in this. It's his fourth year playing in it. Mm. Milwaukee Bucks owner Mark Lazary. I look. I want as many owners as possible yes. playing in this game. Like, like <laughs> I want Steve Smith to take the ball from Mark Lazary every time. <laughs> I think they should. I think they, I think each team should have to have an owner. Yeah. And like it's it's your turn. Like, um, I mean, ideally, it would be uh, Minnesota Timberwolves owner Glenn Taylor. <laughs> but like, how much fun would Vivek be in the game? <laughs> Look, I voted the year we were the year they first let you text. Mm-hmm. I voted so many times for Robert Para, the Memphis oh, yeah. Grizzlies owner. <laughs> I think he's the aside from Michael Jordan, I would say he's the owner that's the best at best. He claims he can dunk. He's uh, a good three point shooter. Um he wore a sleeve uh, he wore a shooting sleeve. Um friend of Incredible. the pod who um is too famous. To come on anymore, but yeah. Hassan Minaj in uh-huh. his second game, pretty solid uh, player, and also he um he I believe he spent last game helping the next person on this team, yeah. like like setting them up. We know Hassan, and um this is like an honest to god dream for Hassan that he gets to be in this. He yeah, loves he, basketball more than anyone, more than used, us probably. He used to go to the All Star game. He's a Sacramento Kings fan. For one, so I'm hoping for his sake that they make it to the playoffs. But also, he used to go to the All Star game before he was famous. Yeah, <laughs> which is <laughs> it's cool. Like in other cities. Uh, uh yeah. all right. Then That's Quavo just tears it up. Yeah, like Qu- yeah. <laughs> then Quavo, former last year's MVP, second time. Uh, I would say best celebrity player that isn't an actual athlete in this. Yeah, I would say that's fair. I mean, who knows if Mike Coulter can play, but yeah. Um, then Adam Ray. <laughs> uh, I have worked with Adam Ray. He's a nice dude. He was in the all female Ghostbusters reboot. Um, don't know if he can play, but he's like, it seems kind of big, but he's mm-hmm. mainly on 
because his podcast co-star is on. Yeah, another is, person you have worked with, Amanda Seals. Amanda Seals has a special on HBO. Um, this is a comedy-heavy team. It's it weird. Is a really why, are there, why are there so many comedians on this team? It's very odd, and um, Amanda Seals is on Insecure. I have no idea if she is any kind of an athlete, but she I have seen her perform wearing a Colin Kaepernick jersey a lot. So, uh, so good luck. Little person and comedian Brad Williams. Yeah, he and Adam Ray have a podcast together. Um, I don't know, man. He's. Uh, I gotta say, Adam Ray does not seem that much more famous than like you. <laughs> no, I mean he's been in movies and stuff, but no, he is. He's like, you know, he's a regular at the store and yeah. stuff. But yeah, he's. Um, this is. This feels. Well, all, Amanda Seals is the same thing where it's like she's on a TV. She happens to have a new special, and I a, think that's the Amanda thing. Seals. They're really pushing her new special, though. Like she's yeah, and it's gonna on be H- famous. Uh-oh. I I don't think that Adam Ray is from Charlotte either. No, um, I think I'm pretty sure. Like we could. I don't want to <laughs> say this on the air. Um, I'm not going to say anything bad about Adam Ray or Brad Williams, but like if we tried, they would come on our podcast. I think. <laughs> Is what yeah, I'm no, saying. no, like, like Adam, Adam, yeah, like Adam Ray, um, yeah, yeah, like, like he's, again, and they're both funny. Both, both Adam Ray and Brad Williams are funny. We should say, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Adam Ray, Adam Ray is a really nice guy, but he's, um, like a he's a touring comedian. It it's feels just like weird. it's weird to feel. Close as close to the celebrity game as we do. Yes, that is what I'm struggling game. with. That's all. Here. That's all. Yes, I'm saying. that like, is what I'm struggling with. I it's guess it's like there's there's four people I know personally on one of the teams, <laughs> which is very strange. <laughs> that's all we're saying. Not, nothing. No, in fact, I'm very happy for all of them. <laughs> yeah, 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 and go see all of them when they come to your town. Yeah, it is just weird to be like you know, have people playing in the celebrity game that I could, that I like could call yeah, on the have, phone. <laughs> yeah. I have three, three of the four of them. I have their phone numbers. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, all right. Oh, last one is, um, uh, Bra- uh, James Shaw jr. The waffle house, he- uh, the guy who stopped the waffle house shooting. Uh-huh. Um, I want him to win the MVP. <laughs> so tight. Now he says he's not a hero. Here's the thing about these hometown heroes, mm-hmm. I gotta say. Um, I feel like James Shaw Jr. has an advantage over Weissman. Not taking anything away from Weissman, he's but... he's 29? Yeah, he's he's 15 to 20 years younger. And the other guy's hero- heroism was driving a truck. Mm-hmm. And James Shaw Jr. was um, disarming a guy holding a rifle. Yeah. I just feel like one of them is an indicator <laughs> of like a little more athleticism. That's all I'm saying. Don't disrespect the troops, heroes. dude. They're both heroes. They're both. <laughs> Do absolute- not stop disrespecting the troops right now, my man. <laughs> yeah. um, the away team just seems a lot younger, and they also have an NBA Hall of Famer. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. But they don't have Steve Smith. They don't have Steve Smith, who's, relentless <laughs> who's a, who's a legitimate maniac. <laughs> yeah, like enough of a psycho. I mean, Steve Smith, honestly, 
I could see him pulling like a Richard Jefferson here in this Absolutely. game. And it's probably appropriate because he's not actually a basketball player, but I don't I don't see like a dominant big unless it's uh, Mike Coulter either. Well, isn't Lazary big? He is, but he's old and he can't <laughs> dribble without looking at the ball. Uh, uh, well, Dolson I, is big. What's the that? Chicago Sky Center. Stephanie Dolson, Dolson is pretty is big. big yeah. There's just no, there's not a Win Butler. There's not a Terry Crews. There's not think. an Arnie Duncan. There's not an Arnie Duncan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Arnie Duncan so, probably the actual best basketball player to play in this game, not named Richard Jefferson. <laughs> I think that is probably correct. <laughs> um. All right, Sean. Who you got? Homer away. Oh, away for <laughs> sure. Me too. <laughs> I like. Not only do they have just like youth, but I think they have some guys who are legitimately more exciting, more excited about playing in these games. Mm-hmm. Like Hassan is a fine basketball player, but also he's like enthusiastic in a way that I'm not sure that JB smooth is going <laughs> to be able to bring <laughs> JB smooth, very tall, but like, but like, I just feel like Quavo, um, Adam Ray will have fun, but he's going to try to win. Like, I like the intensity of the away team a lot more. <laughs> um, all right. I think that's our show. Yeah, I think so, too. Sean, what would you like to plug? Um, I have a piece coming out on Yard Barker about all the greatest All-Star Weekend moments. Uh, I went a little nuts. There's like there's many entries. There's almost 40. <laughs> uh, so check that out. Um and uh oh and check out the everything report we're gonna have new episodes check it out on instagram um as for me i was on jeff wattenhofer's exit strategy podcast yesterday that'll be up next week though um listening to me talk about one about how if i quit comedy i think i'd be a line cook which is something i was actually texting sean about yesterday (laughs) kind of makes sense um, and then, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, which actually I want you guys to do me a favor, um, listeners. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where yesterday I tweeted, I almost have to delete social media just to avoid witnessing the demise of the human race. Um, and look, if Frankie Muniz deletes his Twitter, I'm going to have to come up with a new bit to end this show, and I don't want to do that. So please tweet at Frankie Muniz and beg him not to delete his Twitter. Uh, thank you. Um, Sean, as, as as listeners to the show know, um, we really want to go viral, just like our friends at Grantland Jr. went viral earlier this year with their Luka Doncic song. So we've been trying to piggyback on their popularity with some popularity of our own by writing our own Luka Doncic songs. Sean, do you have one this week? I do. I'm going to say this may have not have had as much songwriting effort put into it as previous ones. (laughs) Fair. That's all I'm going to say, but I hope, I hope you enjoyed it. It's still a Luka song. That's, that's the key. Uh, What's it? Do you want to give it any more intro to that? It's, 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 let's just say it's all-star themed. All right. Um, (laughs) trust the process and, um, shut it down. Let's watch weirdly our friends in the celebrity (laughs) all-star game. Somebody once told me Luca had led the voting. He only trailed a guy named LeBron. 
We thought Luca would be there instead of Rudy Gobert, who had tears on the front of his apron. Well, Luca kept scoring, but the coaches ignored him. Took Lamarcus Aldridge, that guy is so boring. Didn't make sense to take Raymond Green, but why not choose our greatest Slovene? He's gonna knock his jumpers down, there's no need for Carl Anthony Towns. He plays Fortnite of Dawn. Princess Leia's boyfriend's name is Han. Hey now, you're not an all-star. People can't spell your name. Hey now, you're not an all-star. Except the rising stars gain. The skills challenge really sucks. But you could win a couple thousand bucks. The game's in Charlotte, and next year it's in Chicago. Buy a warm coat and book your trip on Trivago. But in 2020, you might miss it, especially if Kawhi Leonard signs with the Clippers. They're just more stars that play in the West. Clubs are sending everyone to Los Angeles to score some points for the world. And dunk on Kyle Kuzma because that guy's a nerd. Hey now, you're not an all-star, but your game is still fab. Hey now, you're not an all-star, and Chris up these two rehab. Too many centers are lame. Luca should be in the All-Star game. This weird 1999 pre-9-11 turntableism effect is actually new in Slovenia. They love it. Also, the movie Shrek just came out there. Incredible. Hey now, you're not an all-star. People can't spell your name. Hey now, you're not an all-star. Except the rising stars game. The skills challenge really sucks. But you could win a couple. Mike Mullo just asked if I could get some guys to pass. He's got too many guys named Nicola. I said, dude, what the hell? There is no need for you to yell. And then I handed that guy a Ricola. Well, your friend Dennis can dunk like a menace. Isn't it weird? Houston traded James Ennis. Be a good sport and cheer for dirt. Even if your owner is a sexist jerk. So many stars, but don't play cards. You lose your money to Tequila Jordan. It's still your first All-Star game. I can't believe they added Dwayne Wade. Hey now, you're not an All-Star. The voting was rigged. Hey now, you're not an All-Star. And Mark Cuban's a pig. It's like the voters haven't seen ya. But you're the biggest star in Slovenia. And Santa folks might demean ya. But you're the greatest star in Slovenia. Good luck in the skills challenge, Luca. By the way, Mystery Men was a real disappointment at the box office. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.